kindness, creativity, and friendly conversation are just the beginning. I'm Alicia, and whether you are a longtime friend or you're new to the podcast, I'm so glad you chose to join me today. Here we invite times of personal reflection, and I hope you will join me as we open our hearts to the rhythm of what brings peace. Through love, laughter, and spiritual inspiration, I'm looking forward to sharing this space with you. So grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's talk. Hello all, and welcome fall. Today is an amazing day, not only because you're here, but you guessed it, it is officially fall. And yes, I am that person that lives and loves fall. It's a time to celebrate changes. And I have learned to appreciate change. We could start with this day. Um, What is my normal day of recording and publishing? turned into an evening, a late, late evening, but all things work together for the good, right? So I hope you've taken time over the last week to find laughter. We talked last week about how important laughter is in our lives and finding the time to just laugh, enjoy the moments that bring laughter, make it present and enjoy all its benefits. I know I sure have. In fact, my sweet little husband continues to try his hand at comedy. And let's just say the laughter comes out of his effortless efforts. So today we conclude this mini-series and I do hope you are able to keep something, share something, and grow something even better from what these words have meant in my life through your life. I cannot imagine what you must think of today's topic, but I am ready to find out. One of my previous podcasts, uh, when we spoke about telling your story, shortly after that, I started thinking about moments that so many people were right in the middle of their own story. Many people Many families had been affected by the massive destruction of Hurricane Ida. And in the South, it's all too familiar. It doesn't make it easier. But I couldn't help but reflect over the past few weeks and how 
from stories to loving others and then to today's focus which we'll be talking about in a few minutes prayer and how important it is to glean from your story and let someone else gain from those moments within our stories those moments have helped us learn and helped us to grow in the many lives the victims of Hurricane Ida's devastation so many hurting and confused and my heart was so heavy for these families people are still trying to regain some sense of normalcy and how important it is to show love right now displaced from homes and searching for peace and comfort not knowing what comes next we so often take that for granted i remember all too vividly when harvey hit i was living in texas at the time and it was beyond what anyone expected or thought possible in fact i think it was what they called a 100 year flood and how dark how devastating it was but i also remember the beauty of coming together for the needs of others the people from all over that were sacrificing themselves in so many ways just to be of help. And that's a story to be remembered. Compassion to be shared because we know it's really tough right now. But we also know that this too shall pass and we continue to pray for those that are going through the storms of life right now for strength and peace and a gentle reminder that God is not absent from our story. So have you ever thought about a storm? The physical attributes are actually quite intriguing and I am no expert, but I do know that the warm air from the ocean collides with cool air and there's a lot better of an explanation, I'm sure, but it becomes the beginning of this great storm we call a hurricane. And you may not know the specifics from start to finish. And have no idea what is really going on inside of that massive storm and how the intensity just keeps going but you do see the storm you know it's coming and you know it's destructive potential and that's enough And when you experienced such trauma, you are almost always expecting the worst. Thinking about this time, I, I had a dear friend that I worked with and we had just developed a close friendship. She watched her home flood twice. 
She taught me so much as I watched. She suffered with such strength and integrity. She did not once complain as her home was being gutted from the inside. I'm sure she didn't sleep many nights, but she continued to stay positive. She gave back while having gone through her own loss. Her focus was on the growth and the beauty of what was to come, not the loss of what was. And this tugged something as I thought, maybe it's all about perspective. Thank God the storms have subsided for now. But I can almost guarantee for some, the aftermath is still very alive. And I can imagine we find ourselves asking all the questions and wanting all the answers. I've been there more than once. And if I can be completely transparent with you, I am there now. This past weekend, I was able to spend some time back home with my family and friends and what a flood of emotions. I love them so much. I love it there and I never seem to have enough time. I was able to celebrate a birthday and soak in some spiritual goodness and reminisce many memories that have gone by way too fast. I don't have enough time to tell you to treasure each moment you have with those you love. I mean it. Don't waste time. Don't waste time arguing or tearing apart the insignificant and unnecessary things that honestly won't even matter in a year. That person, those people, and the moments, you can't get those back. So make the most of them. And that was free. That was that was just a little free advice there. First Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. And to pray means communicating with God. Without ceasing means not stopping. So we take that into context and obviously if we were literally praying without ceasing, we would do nothing else. But that's not to mean that we can't. You can pray in your car. You can pray walking down the grocery aisle. There is always opportunity for those prayers. And that's not to lessen the importance or the impact. The first notable prayer was when Abraham pleaded with God not to destroy the people of Sodom. 
there were his family. They were people that he loved. The Israelites prayed for deliverance. Moses prayed for God's presence. Hannah prayed for a son. David prayed for his enemies. Solomon prayed for wisdom. There are over 650 different prayers recorded in the Bible. Of course, there's nowhere near enough time to cover all those. But I do want to mention one more that really stuck out, and it was Elijah. He prayed that it would not rain. And you know what? It did not rain for three years. And then it goes on to say, but he prayed again and it rained. I couldn't help but notice that word again. And so that's a repeat. And I'm sure people look at that differently, but who's to say how many times prior to that he prayed for it to rain again? But he prayed again. And I think maybe you've prayed and prayed for this storm to end. I think you've asked and you've pleaded and you've cried out and you're still standing in the aftermath, picking up the pieces, trying to make sense of what exactly has happened, what is happening. Or maybe it hasn't rained for years and right now you so desperately need that rain. And my word for you is pray again. Pray again for your healing. Pray again for your loved one. Pray again for your job situation. Pray again for that relationship. My friend, pray without ceasing. If you look at the scripture just before that in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, you will find rejoice evermore. And at first, I want to say, what? Why does it say rejoice? You can also find it in Philippians 4, 4, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice right before it gives the directives to pray. Why? I think because to rejoice is to give joy or feel joy. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that is what controls you. Not your situation, not your struggle, and not your storm. When you come with that joy, when you come rejoicing in the true strength, you 
come with a different perspective and you will find new growth for your situation. I could not end this time together without prayer. My God, I come to you burdened with worries, fears, doubts, and troubles. I am asking you to calm and quiet my friends listening. Calm and quiet with peace. Empty our anxiety, empty concerns that weary our spirits and weigh heavy on our hearts. God, loosen our grip on disappointments and grievances that we try to hold on so tightly to. God, I'm asking that you release hurts and pain from the past and even present tension or fears. It's too much for us to carry. There's too many demands and there's too many problems. There's so much sadness and suffering and stress. God, I'm asking you to renew my friends today, spiritually, emotionally. Give new strength and hope and confidence. Prepare us to meet the constant struggles of daily life with deeper faith and trust in you. Let your love set us free for peace, for that joy, for life, for others. In your precious name, I thank you. Amen. Thank you.